Q, Smitty, and Matt. Hey, it's Thursday night. Notebook wagering time. We are back. The boys are back in town. We took a week off. Just recharge the batteries a little bit. I'm Smitty, live from the Salisbury Center, powered by Monster Energy. I got my guy up in Pittsburgh, the man, the myth, the legend, Nails. What's happening, my friend? Smitty, we weren't we weren't recharging. We were just uh, strategizing <laughs> okay. for uh, the big game. We got a lot to talk about. I mean, it's a, a nice week off to kind of recharge, but I'm sure during that whole recharging period, we've been doing some homework. So. Oh. So much homework. Yeah. It's hard. It's a tough game. Nah. I agree with you there. I hope yeah. I hope you come and you can correct me and get me some winners. All right. Well, Go ahead. I was gonna say we'll find out, but I am not changing my stance from the last show. So everything I just keep looking at, researching, I, I can't I can't even talk myself off my own ledge. So I'm gonna stick to it. I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Let's get some live bets tonight, man. Anything live, because this show, again, is about winning money. And I like winning money. Let's get some winners tonight. Maddie. you had a good one last night. Why don't you give the audience, yeah, the, what'd you have? The over in the Drake game. That game went the Drake. Way over. That went oh, way yeah. over. Well, double, double overtime always helps, I think. Well, who cares? Winner. Yeah, I think they had it even without the OTs. So no, no, that was a nice rocking chair. I have two later games tonight. We can touch on in a second. I just do want to touch base though. The golf, man, I'm gonna get screwed in the golf this weekend because of the weather. I had one guy tee off today, which means my other five plays have to squeeze in 36 holes in like 36 hours. That's not gonna be good. So I, I I'm gonna be happy if I get somebody. I'm going to be happy if I get three out of six to the cut because I think they're just going to get screwed. Okay, so what? I, uh, you know, I'm in this too. I, I jumped on this. I had the Gala um, top 20, my best bet. I think he's winning the tournament right now. Good start there. What was the conditions out there? I did see it was suspended. Just, just insane just, rain or just rain and a mess. There? Rain and a mess. Uh, just ugly. I guess it was ugly out there yesterday too. So, I mean. They're going to keep going because of the, it's the biggest party in golf. And it's a, although some guys dropped out too, some big names dropped out. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. I didn't get to watch any of it today. I've been so busy with work. I didn't get to tune in and see what it was going on. So it's just going to be rough for my guys. And that's no good out of the gate. So yeah, I had a Adam Scott, which I don't think he teed off. That he did late. late. Oh, he, he did. did. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, he sorry. got through three holes. He's even. Okay. So, but I mean, my two big bets, uh, JT Poston plus one after two, rough start because they're going to try to squeeze it in. But Sam Burns did get off to a good start. He's minus one after two. So I guess I have time. I just feel bad because these guys got to get up early tomorrow and then they're going to have to try to squeeze in. But I don't know, holes maybe potentially later in the afternoon tomorrow or first thing, uh, Saturday, it's crazy. They're just going to be grinding away, and that's never good. So, All right, let's talk a little basketball action here tonight, and we'll get into some stuff here. Do you have any plays tonight? I, listen, best bet, I'm going to give it out. 
gave it out on, well, Sharp Angle kind of just retweeted my stuff. Busy, but I've been on fire there, Sharp Angle Syndicate. Western Illinois, 8 p.m., jump in. It's 7.37 on my clock right here in studio. Minus 1.30, they play Arkansas Little Rock. I like Western Illinois to get the big win tonight. That's best bet. Matty, I'll jump to you, then I got a couple other ones. Are they the Rough Riders? Is Western Illinois the Rough Riders? I think leather, like isn't it leather something? Leather, leathernecks? It's something different. I know that. That's an interesting le- one. I think it's um, leathernecks. Yeah, I have two late plays. I have uh, UC Davis at home against Cal State Fullerton. Uh, laid six there, minus six on UC Davis. And then I did an over on Portland State, Weber State game going off at nine. I have the over 145. This is my two plays, just late because I just work too much to be grinding away in these early games, so I got to let that up to you guys. All right, I got Western Illinois, uh, minus 130 like I just gave out. Austin P. let's go against Kennesaw State tonight, plus one and a half, minus 110. I gave that out on social media. And Utah Valley, I'm going to do the money line, laying the juice. Sometimes I don't care about laying the juice, minus 160. I like laying the juice in that. Here's the thing. So Josh Applebaum wrote, uh, I want to give two things out here. We might dive into college basketball at the very end. But WAC, the WAC conference, home favorites are hitting at 75%. 75%. So now last night, I had a loser. One of my plays was a loser. It was IPFW, Indiana, Fort Wayne, I think, something like that. It's crazy. They're a good team. They just beat Youngstown State on Sunday. I gave that on a sharp angle. Syndicate as a straight winner. They were plus five on Sunday. That horizon, Josh Applebaum, said 80% in the horizon. Now, home favorites are winning, but they did lose last night. So I got some good basketball stuff. I want to go on a little rant about some of these schools that come back and they hire these coaches that played there. Chris Mullen, Patrick Ewing, Juwan Howard, Penny Hardaway. Now, I'm playing Temple tonight in an early one. Memphis is off to a good start, but I don't like where that Memphis team's going. So we'll just, we'll dive into that here in a little bit. Oh, so, real quick, why do, you, why do you not like where Memphis is going? I like where Memphis is going. Memphis lost four straight going okay. into Sunday. Yeah, it's a little rough. Four straight. It's a little rough patch. And they, they were favored by 10 against Wichita, and they won by two, and they were losing the entire game. They're not very good. They might blow out Temple. I played the plus nine, nine and a half tonight. I gave it out, but they're not a good team, Matt. He's not a good coach. So don't, I'm not, don't trust I'm him. I'm not arguing that at all. Uh, I'm not, I've never been a fan of him as a coach, but I mean, they're still 16 and six. Yeah, I don't trust that team. I don't either, but that's a tough conference. They're going to, they're going to get, uh, looking at it, I mean, FAU definitely tournament in. And then after that, I guess Memphis is uh, second best. I'll tell you what, a game, a game that about made my card tonight, Maddie, was UAB plus the points against that team. That team is not the same team as last year. I've taken teams against them and I've won a couple times this year. Uh, that team is not the same team, that Florida Atlantic team. They've won seven in a row, buddy. That's okay. They're not covering. Great teams cover. <laughs> 
Well, I just have a ticket on them to make the final four, so I'm okay with them. You're okay. Yeah, I think they'll get yeah. in the tournament and stuff. I don't think the yeah. same team. So, hey, we're going to go real quick here. Big game coming up. What is it? Super Bowl 58, I believe. Oh, my goodness. Hey, let's just recap really quick here. And, again, if you joined us, get in the chat. Chat with us. We always appreciate that very much. Matty, you got San Francisco playing Kansas City in the big game. We're going to break down Kansas City's 14-6, San Francisco 14-5. Let's break down really fast, though, overall thoughts. I know it seems like it's been back a little bit, but let's just go right to the Kansas City game, Baltimore, man. I'm, you know, I'm down in the northern Virginia area, and you have a lot of Baltimore people here. Overall thoughts of what went wrong for the Ravens, because that was home field, you got the probably the MVP, and it just was not happening for them in a really bad performance. And I got a couple of thoughts on it, but I want to hear yours first. What happened to Baltimore? Super unpopular opinion that they should not have the MVP. Uh, they should have the MVP for how he kind of carried them, but he was not the most valuable player. Uh, their defense was the most valuable player. His numbers were average. So I think what happened is... Their offense never changed under Todd Munkin compared to when it was Greg Roman. It's still the same. They ran the ball as much with Munkin as they did with Roman. And then all of a sudden, let's do this crazy. Let's zig when everybody's zagging, et cetera. And, oh, let's have three running back carries, six carries for the game, and completely get obliterated by the Chiefs. Defense came out completely flat. I think it was two opening drives. Then they really buckled down in the second half. But, I mean, when you abandon the run, Kansas City's strength is actually their corners. And then without a big-time threat wide receiver, I know Zay Flowers is good. He's not there yet. He's he's a he's, he's got a lot of potential. And then he made two boneheaded mistakes, which cost him the game. So, I mean, why get away from running the ball as much as you do – Play field position. Punt. You have the best field goal kicker in the league. Take some points. Long. They they did everything wrong. Um, I actually think it should probably fall on our ball over anybody. But Lamar did not play well either. So it it, it was a it that was a huge. I don't want to say a fail, but that's one of the bigger letdowns going to a conference game ever because everybody was on them. Look how good they are. They're steamrolling everybody, and then all of a sudden they got punched in the mouth. And they didn't know what to do. I said it. It looked like the uh, the Russian coach in Miracle. Yeah, it, he did. He didn't, that was he didn't great. That was do. a good one. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. So yeah. uh, Harbaugh is better than that. And I was shocked at how bad they actually looked. Yeah, get in the chat. It's a good one. Lamar Prescott was the QB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ken, you crack me up, buddy. I your stuff, McCarthy being. The, uh, the store man and the grocery store manager. You crack me up, man. I'm glad you're always here in the chat. You make me laugh. I love it. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. Where, what were they doing? Run the ball. That yeah. was your team. Stay in your system. Nope. Let's throw the ball a bunch, which he struggles at times. Hey, Mike, where have you two been? Well, we took a week off, man. Thanks for being <laughs> here. We appreciate it. Just had to not recharge. I'm going to rephrase that. We didn't recharge. We just kind of 
had to get the brain right ready for the big game here and give you guys some good stats and try to do it here. But yeah, I was really shocked there, Maddie. Just it was a team that just didn't look prepared. And it, too many penalties, man. They were trying to play that tough guy, and I get it. Baltimore is a tough team. I mean, they're a tough team, but you had that craziness at the beginning of the game with the kicker down there and then Kelsey's throwing stuff, and then it just seemed like they had so many personal fouls. Just get in the game. Quit trying to be tough. Flowers had a, a tough game. Now, if you, did you see it, Matt, tonight? I saw that he's being investigated for uh, domestic abuse. Who? Flowers. No, I, I missed I that. saw that on social. I mean, again, you never can never. I, I'm not saying he did anything. I'm just saying I saw that on a couple sites tonight that they are investigating something. And somebody even said, man, this guy's had a couple of tough weeks right now. So hopefully it's not wow. true. Hopefully he gets his head on straight. Yeah, just tough spot for him. So, okay, let's go really, really quick here. Uh, San Francisco Detroit game, Matt. That was that was a wild one, man. And we, our good friend Ken big Detroit Lions guy and and things looked fantastic and I was on 49ers and then I kept live betting I had like five line bets on San Francisco because I just thought hey man this can't happen but they were getting bullied at the line they've been bullied the last two games Green Bay Detroit what happened we're gonna get in real quick Campbell do you kick field goals I want to hear your opinion because you have some people that you know, they yell at people like me. I was take the points. But overall, give me your quick thoughts on the Lions game with San Francisco. It was disappointing. There's no way you'd lose that game. Um, Dan Campbell didn't learn his lesson. I You can reiterate and stress all year that was his MO to go for it on fourth down and continue to go for it and go for it again and bite kneecaps and keep scrapping – you are up 17 points. You have to keep that 17-point lead. You got away from what you did. You didn't learn a lesson. And then all of a sudden, it, it, was, it was the snowball effect. Um, you, you don't convert. They come down, they kick a field goal. Next thing you know, you fumble. Then they score quickly. It's it's brand-new game, and now you're in panic mode. And then you continue to go for it, and now you're trailing. And it was like, bro, kick the ball i know they're like everybody's like oh, our field goal kicker is not that good over 40 yards he was i think five for five on the year it, it, yeah he's new sure it's outside your professionals that's his job let him do his job try it now if he misses one okay maybe don't kick it the next time then maybe go for it but you have to keep your foot on the throttle and you didn't and you took away from your team i, I like to be owned up to it but there's no way you should blow that game. I feel horrible for Detroit fans because legitimately they should be in the Super Bowl. It's hard enough for that franchise to get into the playoffs. Now you actually had the chance winning by 17 to go to the Super Bowl and you choked it away. And I hate to break it to you, but there's usually not the repeat people in the playoffs next year. Green Bay is up and coming. Minnesota's going to be tough next year as long as they can get Cousins back. And then Chicago is uh, up and coming as well. So that division is going to be no cakewalk. That could actually be the, be, be the best division in football next year. No, I think Wall said there, I think when you're there, you got to win. Because you don't know when yeah. you're going to be there again. It, it's, it, I, I, <laughs> if, I was a, if I was a Detroit fan, I'd still be sad. I know people are like, man, what a great year. I was like, 
Yeah, really great year. And your great year should be continuing right now. Now you're going to have to sweat next year. Now they they have a great foundation. They have great coaches. I'm I'm surprised that Ben Johnson's coming back. They didn't lose the DC Aaron Glenn. So they're still there, but it is so hard to repeat and get back. They weren't bitten by injuries this year. So next year is a whole different ball game. I hope they I hope they can get back. And I hope they play well next year because I actually do like that organization. Yeah, I like I like the two running backs. I think the quarterback gets a you know a lot of from a lot of outside going. Oh, he's not that. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty good. He's not a bad yep. quarterback. No. You know, and and it's hard. It's hard to be there again. I was just talking to old man in the garage. He asked me about the Michigan program, and I'm like, oh, I mean. <laughs> Harbaugh's gone. A lot of coaches gone. He's like, going to be okay? I'm like, I don't know. Hopefully. But I, I did say we got to see a national championship. Yep. So if it's struggles for a little bit, hey, we still got a national championship. That's all that matters. But you got to get there. And I always say this with the NFL. If you can get in the Super Bowl, hey, it's the two best teams. You can say there was a fluke, whatever. I don't care. It's the two best teams then. You could have said Baltimore was the better team. Well, they didn't. They didn't. They weren't the better team. So somebody has to win. Somebody has to lose. But you got to get there. That's why I'm always critical about the Steelers because they barely get in and then they lose in the first round. And it's like, eh, all right. Like if you go to that champ, you got to get in that championship game and you got to win. I think that's what you just said there with Detroit. They had to win the game there, and they didn't win the game. And they should have yeah. won the game. Take the points. And all these people on all these other sites, like some of these shows, and they're like, oh, come on, you don't kick. This is not – guess what? You take the points. When you can go up 17 points, you take the points. Does the guy make it? Maybe. Does he miss it? Maybe. Guess what? Who cares? You didn't see it happen, so whatever. Take the points. That puts pressure on the other team. And I get it. They got a first down. It puts pressure, but it doesn't matter. You take the points when it's at that spot. So stop complaining and talking about always going for it. And that's the thing about Campbell. He sometimes gets a little too fired up, and he wants to do too much. Slow down, get the points, move on. All right, I'm done with my rant there about Dan Campbell and these (laughs) idiots that always, you know, I, I just get fired up about these shows, Matt. They go, you know, oh, they can't. Go for it, and these people that just kick a field goal, and it's he might miss. Yeah, guess what? He might throw a pass, and he throws an incomplete. He did that. Yep. It happened. It's the same thing. So you can have the same argument, but I'd rather take a chance and get the points, get it up to 17, and move on. So, all right, man. How are we doing with time, man? Are we going to take a break? Yeah, let's run some commercials. We'll be right back. Okay, we'll be right back. The sub above difference is giant, giant hearts, giant differences, and giant wins. On Jersey Mike's annual day of giving, 100% of sales go to a great cause in your community. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. At Hooters, you can watch the tournament with your buddies. All your buddies. Like the ones with ice cold beer. And one-of-a-kind wings that are nothing but net. You know, buddies you won't have to fight for the remote. Buddies who know a thing or two about basketball. And the fans who live for it. Where else are you going to get all this? 
Hooters, your official hangout for game day. All right, everybody, elevate your outdoor living with Cherokee Decks. From design to build, their team in the Northern Virginia crafts stunning, durable decks. Discover more at CherokeeDecks.com and get ready to impress. Back to the action on Notebook Wagering Portland. Now back to putting money in your pocket with the Notebook Wagering Show on WSN. Hey, the guys are back here. Now let's dive into the game. We're going to try to give you as many player props. I know this guy up in Pittsburgh's firing on these, man. He's ready to go. I got a couple, and I'm going to say, now Matty has said he's, he's locked in. I have one play so far. I got some player prop ideas, and I'm just back and forth. I want this used car salesman up in the Pittsburgh area to convince me what to do here. So let's dive in this game. Like I said, San Francisco's 14 and 5, Kansas City's 14 and 6, 9 and 10 to the spread, Kansas City's 12, 7 and 1, over under 10 and 8 and 1 for San Francisco, 6 and 14. This Kansas City team, we're going to dive into some numbers here, man. They like to go slow. Matt, their drives in Baltimore, man, that was like eight, nine minute drives in that game. They really slow it down a little bit. Yeah, get ready for that coming up, too. Okay. I, I, I like here, that. Here's, here's how I'm leaning here. Okay. So I, have a, I have 11 bets already in. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. This, why this I'm, guy's on no book wagering. I love this guy. And I'm going to, to keep, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm going to stay on my rock cliff. And it's Chiefs money line at plus money. I also will bet the Chiefs if they gets up to plus three. Now it did get to two and a half. It's back down to two. I I haven't bet an under yet or an over yet. I like the under. I would lean under 47 and a half, but I haven't touched it yet. Might go up. There's lots of rumors going around with the field conditions. Uh we know the 49ers are pissed about their practice conditions. I can't wait for the real story about this mystery coyote bite and who got bit. <laughs> that to me is one of the most intriguing things. And why Joe don't we Buck, have a name yet on that? I know. I, I, please. And then Joe Buck insists that there's going to be some kind of big hoopla. Something's going to go down. And uh, I am on a text string with a bunch of guys. We're taking bets, like side bets, just fun bets of what's going to happen, who's going to, who it's going to be, et cetera, this and that. So we got a lot of time. It's it's Thursday night there. It's going to crank up Friday night, Saturday night. There might be some guys going out to the clubs. You never know. They got their wives, their girlfriends. I saw guys out with Jason Kelsey and all these guys playing uh, big-time cards and big-time money. So uh, Okay, so can I, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so you made a great point there. And the guys on Follow the Money on VEASAN, just Mitch went crazy, which I thought was fantastic. Um. You said about, well, the Coyotes, fantastic. If, if no one knows that story, so supposedly a former NFL player got bit by a Coyote a couple of days out there. Still no name, so we're going to try to dive in and figure that out. But Joe Buck, like Buck and um, I think Boomer Esiason, too, was on a show and just was like, you can't have guys in Vegas and you can't do this. And Mitch today, man, Mitch doesn't get too fired up on that show, man. He's pretty smooth character. And he was like, let's break down the Super Bowls here. I think one of his uh, 
Boomers guys back in the day was like doing coke the night before. Then you had the Raiders Center. I can't remember his name. He went missing. Sure. He was he was drinking in Tijuana and they just didn't even play in the game. You know, had bipolar. I'm not trying to make fun of anything like that, but he disappeared. You had the Ray Lewis situation that when he was in the Super Bowl, he was hanging out with people, and then there was, you know, again. Uh, you know, a situation that wasn't good. Somebody got murdered. I'm not saying Ray Lewis was there at all. I'm not trying to say that. Then you had the guy from the Falcons that was, they said, was like man of the year, you know, married guy, kids, big church going guy. And all he got night before, staying operation, called for lady of the night. Let's just say it like that. And it was a staying operation. He got arrested. So, Trouble's always there. Let's these guys slow down a little bit because Vegas is trouble. Yeah, can you get in trouble in Vegas? Yeah, probably. Mac goes there a lot. I've been to Vegas a couple times. There's trouble there, but there's trouble always around the corner. So, Matt, add on to that, my friend. Yeah, I think that was Ray Buchanan in the Super Bowl, but I'm not sure. I think it was Robinson. It was like Alan Robinson. Wasn't it like a Robinson, I think, for uh, – with the, the stain operation. That was the one I think, um, I think Gary Anderson from Minnesota missed the field goal. That's going uh, anyway, way back. So, yeah, Vegas, I mean, Vegas is a different, they're going to bring in, like you said, the ladies of the night, they're going to bring in the best talent. They're going to put on the best shows. They're going to, they're going to cater because they know these guys have money. I mean, suites are going for like $2 million. These guys want to see, and they want to be seen. So something's something's yet to happen. Who knows? Here's a, That's another reason, though, why I like the Chiefs in this instant. They've been here four or five years. They actually have a routine. These guys, I know Kelsey likes to party and whatnot, but he's going to keep these guys in line and be like, look, you don't party now. You party after we win this thing. And then when we win this thing, then go ahead, go crazy. But not beforehand. They have a routine. They have it down. They know when to practice, when the sessions are going on. It, like, I mean, Andy Reid is probably a professional at this. I love his defensive coordinator, Spagnola, and his game plan I think matches up really well. I just think the Niners, I don't want to say we're exposed, but they should have lost to Green Bay. They should have lost to Detroit. And the recipe is run the ball. And I think Pacheco is going to be able to run the ball. I don't think they need the wide receivers. I think San Francisco will double Kelsey. But I think Pacheco is good enough and Rice is good enough to get it done. I'm going to I'm gonna start like rolling into some bets. Here's a couple that I like that cater towards it. So I like Kansas City money line. I actually like the coin toss to be tails at even money. I actually like the Niners to win the coin toss. And then defer, so they get the ball in the second half. So I think Kansas City's going to get the ball, go down and score. That'd be my first pick. First touchdown is Kansas City. That's another bet. And then from there, if you can kind of find a parlay, you can roll all those into a massive fun parlay. I mean, heck, you could be done by the coin toss. But I like Kansas City to score first, Kelsey to have the first touchdown, and then there's a jersey number to score the first touchdown over 22 and a half. That would make Kelsey eligible, Kittle eligible, McCaffrey eligible, and others eligible. And I think it's a, you're going to have this, this is where the stars are supposed to shine. 
So those four together could be a huge payout. That's just basically within the first five minutes of the game. All right, I'm going to go some trends here. I wrote down some trends. So we're just trying to get you as many, much information as possible here. You do what you want to do here. Again, I have one play so far, and it was a teaser. Um, I'll give that out of here in a little bit, but just some trends here. Dogs, 16 and 6 ATS, last 22 in the Super Bowl, 72%. 12 and 4, last uh, 16 games ATS with the dogs. AFC teams are 7 3 ATS, the last 10 in this. Better records, okay, that's San Francisco. They're 1 and 15. ATS skid in the Super Bowl. Now let's go coaches here. Andy Reid, pretty good. 8-1-1 one, one ATS versus San Francisco. 3-0-1 oh, ATS with the Chiefs. Shanahan has good numbers too as a favorite though. 4-2 and two ATS, 6-0 and oh straight up. But here's the thing with San Francisco, and I wrote down, I don't know, I got so many cards up here with notes. They were they they were they weren't covering games late in the season. They were winning games, but they they only covered two late in the season. One was against the Commanders, one was against Arizona, I believe, off the top of my head. That's not very quality teams. And Matt, like I want to bounce back. You know, I said earlier, and I want to get your opinion on this. They got bullied, man. They were really getting bullied at the line. Like, Green Bay was really taking it to them. Detroit was really pounding the ball to them. And there was some, you know, and here's the whole thing with that. There was some fluke stuff in that. And I'm glad because I had a lot of live bets, and I'm glad I won money. But the long throw bounced off a face mask. The guy dies and catches the ball. Purdy made, and listen, Purdy made some great runs in that game. Pocket broke down. He scrambled and got some first downs on that. But this team has not been right since the Christmas Eve game against Baltimore. They really haven't. Now, the only thing that scares me in this is I just thought the line would have been, I mean, it's on my book, it's two. I've seen one and a half. It was two and a half the other day. A lot of big bets. I mean, big giant bets are coming on Moneyline San Francisco. I think that. A lot of people are doing bets on Kansas City, but the big giant bets are riding on San Francisco in this game. That scares me a little bit. I have not done anything, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna piggyback off Matt, then I'll let him go here with some thoughts here, and I'll try to chime in with some more stuff here. But who's the better quarterback, Matt? Let's do rapid fire, really fast. Better quarterback, go. Uh, Mahomes. Okay, I agree. Better coach, Matt. Go. Andy Reid. I agree. Better defense. Matt, go. Kansas City. Again, let's throw the hat. It's a hat trick. Same. So you brought up uh, those three talking points. I want to hit on the defense. Um, The Niners can't stop the run right now. Don't know why. And their defensive line grades out better than the Chiefs, which is crazy because Chris Jones is by far the best player on the defensive lines, Nick Bosa is good, but I, I don't know, kind of one-dimensional. The other two, Hargrave, good player, Armstead, good player. A guy to watch in this game is, you know who leads the playoffs in sacks right now? George Karloftis of the Chiefs. And I think, he's gonna get 
I think he's going to get another one this game. That's a bet that I haven't made yet, and I'm probably going to talk myself into making it. And I'm even going to see if there's one where he gets two sacks or over a sack and a half because I think that's very achievable depending on where they line him up, especially if uh, Jones is going to draw double teams inside. That gives him one-on-one. And Purdy likes to move around, and he's actually really good in the pocket, and he's really good at scrambling. That's He's highly underrated there. But I think Karloftis can get home. Their corners, uh, Sneed and McDuffie. McDuffie's all pro this year. Really good. So that means Debo and Ayuk are going to have to win one-on-one. I'm not sure Kittle's going to get out into as many routes as people would like because I, he's such a good blocker. I think he's going to have to stay in more. The Chiefs should get Willie Gay back at linebacker, which will help. I, I just, I think the odds makers have this wrong. I, I, I really Sky think. Moore back too. Yeah, he got activated. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. it's, well, that's good. It, Maybe they'll get rid of uh, Kadarius Tony. So he did. Is Tony, 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 Tony coming back? Remember that group, Tony, know. Tony, Tony. Yeah. Maybe Sky Moore can return some puns. Who knows? But yeah, yeah I mean, extra bodies don't hurt. Hey, Mike, I want to uh, – something in the chat because I love reading the chat stuff. Ken's always unbelievable. Mike, again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, back to that werewolf thing. He goes, is someone going to – a little teen wolf? Is that what you're talking about? A little Michael J. Fox there? I love it so much. That great movie. The big guy underneath on that Michael J. Fox Oh, yeah. Team. Francis from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Good good stuff there, Mike. Keep Firing them in the chat. I love it here. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing, and I I don't want to talk too much about this, but we keep saying over the last couple weeks, Matt, we said the Taylor Swift kind of influence here. And I think we said, like, who do you want to watch? You know, who did, not us, I guess, but like Harbaugh with Baltimore or Kansas City, and then you have Taylor Swift. And and you're going to have so many people here that don't really even know anything about football tuning in because they just want to get a glimpse of her, and that's her fans. And good for them. I'm not trying to bash them or anything like that. She's not my top choice at all. I'll say that. But, again, I'm not trying to bash anybody here. Is she going to get there? I don't know. She's over in, I think, Japan or something doing concerts right now, so that's the big thing. Do you think – I told old man this the other day. Kansas City wins. He proposes to her on the field after the game. They get it on TV. It breaks TV, don't you think? Yeah, but frankly, I don't give a rat. Oh, I know. I know. And I don't yeah. either. I'm just trying to make conversation here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, um, uh, of course. I mean, there's rumors swirling that the NFL is basically – now, Taylor Swift, by all means, does not need anyone's money. But there's rumors swirling that the NFL is paying for her plane and her suite and everything because supposedly she wanted her own suite at the game and she's got a concert in Japan. So for her to make all this work, she's basically, I don't, I don't know if it's blackmail, but saying, hey, you want my face there? You're, you're paying for it. It's, it's nuts. Um, I mean, you know people are going to tune in. There's rumors, hey, what if she jumps out into the halftime show? This, this could go anywhere. So who knows? I, I can't talk about that. I, I just want to talk about the football aspect because that nauseates me. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. That was no, I, it's all I touched, good. I touched anything. John, our great producer here, man. John, chime in really quick. Do you have any thoughts on the Taylor Swift Super Bowl thing? Can't hear you, John. I could totally see the NFL pony, ponying up some money to get her there. I mean, looking at some of the, the crazy things that venues would do to get certain artists – 
I can totally see them having a jet, you know, uh, you know, idled up on the runway, ready to take her to her suite and do anything that she can to get more or anything they can do to get more eyeballs on the the game, even more so than it already is. So, I I, I, I can go down the tinfoil hat uh conspiracy <laughs> thing here. I love it, the tinfoil hat. Love it. Hey, John is doing fantastic stuff here, man. Great producer. Thank you so much again for being here with us at Notebook Wagering. Doing a great job behind the glass. All right, Maddie, before we take another break here really quick, we're going to do two breaks tonight, and then we're going to chime in, and we got some more stuff. Let's do some player props really quick. You already said one, man. Pachenko, the running back, go for it. Let Just give me some stuff. I got some numbers on that. I love that play. Go. All right, I love Rasheed Rice this game. Um, oh, you're switching on me. You're going to not go Pachanko? Okay, go Rice. Well, he's in there too. Uh, okay, fire. I'm just going down my list in order. So I love Rasheed Rice and Pacheco. So Pacheco, I'll start over his rushing yards, 66 and a half. That was minus 109, locked in. Rasheed Rice, I bet immediately. Over six and a half catches. I think he's hit it on two of the three games they've played in the playoffs and been close on the other. I actually like Debo to go over his receiving yards, not rushing yards. Uh, just his receiving yards, 56 and a half. And then I took a flyer. Um, if th- These are two flyers. If Rice catches, I don't know, eight balls for 100 yards and two touchdowns, and that's all the touchdowns like uh, Kansas City gets, could he potentially be MVP if they win the game, like 20 to 17? Potentially. I mean, it could be like a Dion Branch type play. So I put money on him plus 4,000 to win MVP. And then here's a crazy one. So uh, Debo, when they run their jet sweeps and everything, notorious for actually throwing a pass. You can try to find a Debo prop. Debo to throw a touchdown. I haven't found it yet. It's got to be out there somewhere. So if anybody sees it, let me know or let me know where you find it and we can probably get something on that. But I like that. I think they I think San Francisco is going to have to pull out all the trick plays. I'll tell you one I don't like. I don't like McCaffrey's over rushing yards, which I oh, believe is Sam 90. Okay. I think they're going to I think they're going to crack down. I I think I think you have to make Mr. Irrelevant beat you this game, not Christian McCaffrey. All right, so I'm going to jump really quick. Uh, Pachenko, the running back, over 60. I wrote down on my – and this was Sunday – I think Sunday to Monday. So these might have changed. Over 67 and a half yards rushing. How about his uh, carries um, over 16 and a half on DraftKings on Sunday? I think, believe it was minus 125. If you look at his last five – uh, last eight games, five games he's had 18 – Two games he's had 15, and one game he's had 11. I think he's going to get the ball a little bit. I think he's going to carry. I like the over carries, and I like over yards for him. I haven't played it yet. That's going to be a sweat. That's going to be the one where you're sitting at at like 14 going into the fourth quarter, and how many carries does he get? It might not be the nachos that are making me sweat. It might be the carries. Okay. All right. Hey, let's look at Purdy here. This team, Matt said this earlier on the show, they can't – they're – they, their pass defense is so good. That's why I didn't understand what Baltimore was doing, why they were throwing so much. Run the ball against this team a little bit. So maybe Purdy over. But if, you know, they get down, he might go over. But I like the under with Purdy passing, 244.5. I had that. How about Mitchell for uh, – Matt, I want to throw this one out. 
can't, I don't, I didn't write down his first name, but Mitchell for San Francisco with his carries one and a half. This was Sunday again, Elijah Mitchell, the backup. Okay. So he had now again against the commanders, he had uh, 17, but McCaffrey was out in that one. Uh, Rams. uh, I have down for 14. Then uh, I think McCaffrey was not in that game too. Maybe McCaffrey just was in that game. I don't know. That's yeah, he, that was when he hurt his calf. Okay, so zero against Green Bay in the first playoff game, but he had four against the Lions. I, I, yeah, I think I, that's I because McCaffrey got dinged. His helmet smashed the ground. I think I think he actually requested for a breather, and then they may have thrown him in the blue tent to get checked out real quick. Okay, but let's take a chance on that again. If that stays there, carries one and a half. Give me two yeah. carries for Mitchell. I like that one, man. If something <laughs> happens, McCaffrey. An old man, I'm going to throw this out right now. He said, I'm going to give his so I don't forget. He likes Kansas City to win the game. And he said, and again, he's not he's not proud of this comment. He's like, I think there's going to be an injury to a major, major, major player on one of these teams, and it's going to just flip this game completely. You saw that Beckham, uh, what was that, with the Rams in the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't know if it flipped the game major, but, I mean, he had a major injury. We don't want any injury on any of these guys, but that's was his prediction. So I kinda, I'm kind of i going to keep an eye on that Mitchell one. I mean, McCaffrey gets dinged a little bit. He goes in the tent. They give him a break. He gets a couple carries. One and a half, I like that one. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw him out. This is one, Matt, and then we're going to take a break here. We've, we've done well. Myself and you have done really well over the Super Bowl the last couple of years. And we're usually on the same thing. No, no last year we weren't, I don't think. I don't think no, we were I got, on the same I way. got screwed by the referees last year. Okay, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know about that. But uh, <laughs> but some of the player props we've been. I know we were on Tampa with Brady the one year. We, we really did a nice job on that one. But I think this one is one for people – if you don't know, maybe live bet this. Are you a big live better, Matt? Um, sadly, no, because you can really dig yourself in a hole. Uh, and when it, when I do like to do a live bet, it's more so on somebody who I'm super confident that I had originally picked to win, getting behind, and now catching big points. So, say say you're a Niners backer and you're originally laying two and they get down by 14, nothing. They might bump that line to the Niners catching 16. Now it it could really flip. And when you see that, you're like, well, how much am I willing to risk? Do I want to get it back? Do I just want to nickel and dime it? And then you are notorious for it. Like you said, you'll have five in-game bets to try to get it back. And sometimes it works and sometimes you can get buried quick. So I try to stay off the live betting. I actually like the live bet basketball more than football. Well, it did well for me. I mean, I live bet San Francisco against the Lions because I had them and I'm like, I just think this team's going to win. Let's just keep going. And I had a couple low, and then it got up to like eight and a half, nine, and I was like, okay, let's roll it. I mean, it's going to be one of those nights. I agree. I like live uh, betting basketball too, Matt. Yeah. Live bets. Hey, one more little nugget here. The head ref I saw the other day, and I'm sorry I didn't write it down, never try and steal anything from social media or 
anybody that puts in the hard work like some of these great guys do. Like I, I love taking stuff. Joe Osborne uh, does unbelievable stuff. John uh, Ewing does unbelievable stuff. I get some of the stuff from them. Head ref, the head ref's doing the game. His uh, 60% to the under. So just keep an eye on that. I did, let me throw mine out really quick, and I'm not trying to waste time here. We're going to do a quick break and come back and do a little college basketball and then do our top three for the week here. I did um, Kansas City. I jumped on this right away. Right when it came out, I jumped on it. I think I got uh, seven and a half Kansas City in a teaser. And I did, I'm just trying to get, I'm right there. Give me one second. Uh, Kansas City plus seven and a half and the under 53. That's my only play so far, which I'm going to have a lot of plays. I'm going to have a lot of plays. I'm going to do player props, but this is one. I'm leaning towards Matt. I'm Again, we did three and oh. Coach, quarterback, defense. It's tough to do. I like Kansas City. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to break down a little college basketball, and then we're going to do our top three Favorite snacks or foods for the Super Bowl. John, take us. At Hooters, you can watch the tournament with your buddies. All your buddies. Like the ones with ice-cold beer. And one-of-a-kind wings that are nothing but net. You know, buddies you won't have to fight for the remote. Buddies who know a thing or two about basketball. And the fans who live for it. Where else are you going to get all this? Hooters, your official hangout for game day. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. They're setting up the flag now. Houston, we have a problem. We can't do it. Who in the world is that? They've got the flag up now. If you can't, we can if you can, we can. Michael and Son. Friday, February 16th, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship finally debuts in Manassas. Going into round eight. Fight is on. I can't do it. Here we go. Manila Gorilla is taking this fight. Uh-oh. Someone's getting into the ring. That's Mike Tyson. If you can't, we can. If you can't, we can. Michael and Son. Friday, February 16th, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship finally debuts in Manassas with the BKFC Prospect Series. Live from the Salisbury Center, your hometown star, Stanislav Groshu, knuckles up with a knockout artist fiending for his next KO, Brandon the Shredder Shavers. Plus, many more explosive Bare Knuckle fights. See it live and find out why Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship is called the world's most exciting combat sport. Get tickets now at BKFC.com. All right, MMA fans, mark your calendars. The next Cagezilla fight is on February 24th at the Great Salisbury Center in Manassas, Virginia. Experience the excitement live or via live stream. Tickets are available at Cagezilla.com. Stay tuned. More notebook wagering after this exciting update. Now back to putting money in your pocket with the Notebook Wagering Show on WSN. 
right, the boys are back. We're going to wrap up the show here. Last segment again. Hey, National Anthem, Under by Ken. Yeah, that's what, uh, Ken, we, I think we said that a couple weeks ago. I think yeah. that's, she, if you, there's a lot of her doing that. Who is that? Reba, right, Matt? Yeah, Reba don't mess around. Yeah, she gets to it. She wants to get up this week. See Taylor Swift. so hey man do that under hey gatorade i forget what color i was gonna write that stat down for everybody that that the color i think orange was coming in the last couple uh it was dropping in the odds there so orange and everything so i love maddie throwing out the heads let's let's do the coin flip fantastic stuff so all right, man. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna wrap. We're gonna do about like three four minutes college basketball. A couple things here. I just want to bounce some things off Matt. And man, we're getting there, Matt. It's getting there, man. We're in February. We got March Madness right around the corner. The big tournament. But we get the man. The conferences are always. I love the little conferences. It, yeah, it, I got I got a crazy well, not a crazy stat, just a crazy kind of little rant myself on the Big Twelve this year. Let's hear it. So the Big 12 is juiced this year. They're, they are looking to potentially get into the tournament for eight, eight or nine teams. Maybe even more, depending on what Texas does. So the trend has been, I believe Kansas hasn't lost four Big 12 games in X number of years, and it's been a while. They already have three. Or they already have four. I'm sorry. Everybody is just beating each other up. So these ranked teams go on the road, and it doesn't matter who they're playing. They're losing on the road. And I believe Kansas has five more games with teams in the top 25, a ton. Basically, everybody in the Big 12 has three games against ranked opponents coming down the stretch here. They're going to keep beating each other up. I don't know who's going to grab this uh, conference title. It's going to be chaos down the stretch. Right now, Houston's got a half game over Baylor. So the uh, the trend is look at the when the higher ranked road team or the higher ranked yeah higher ranked team goes on the road, they've been losing. So maybe just grab the points with the home dog, and that's been the play so far. Yeah, I just want to give. I wrote this down. Now, everybody, this was a couple nights ago. So these numbers have changed because some of these teams have played. But best ATS so far. Coming in the other night, Minnesota 18-3. and three, And they won the other. They covered again against Michigan State. They beat Michigan State outright. So they're up to 19-3. and three. South Carolina. We got to get our guy, Brian Ralph on, man. He's a big South Carolina guy. That team is playing unbelievable. That team was supposed to be one of the worst teams. Yep. They're 17 and five against the ATS. And guess what? They're not just covering people. They're beating people. They're a good team. You got Monmouth, 17 and six. Iowa State, 14, seven and one. And Bama. Man, Bama didn't do me any favors last night, man. They got boat race last night. Yeah, they night. got, they got trucked. They got trucked. So, Maddie, real quick, and I'm going to do the lowest too, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go into our top foods here. I, I did place two tickets so far on national championship. I took Tennessee. I, I didn't write down the odds. Sorry. But I did take Tennessee. I love this Tennessee team. You know, the thing with Tennessee over the last couple of years, everybody, was they, they could defend. They couldn't score. This team can score. They went into Rupp last Saturday against Kentucky. 
And, man, they threw like 80 or 90. I had Kentucky money line. I lost that one, too. Well, you have a fan. You have a fan for Tennessee, uh, Scott Van Pelt. That was that's his pick for uh, national champ. He summed it up basically like you did. Uh, they can grind out a win in the '60s, but this team can actually run and gun, and actually get to the '80s and win a couple shootouts, which in the past they could not do. Yeah, I love that team, and I did a ticket on Kentucky, and I wasn't very impressed. Now the thing is, Wagner, Wagner, the 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 point guard or the, one of the guards. Um, his dad was a college player, pretty good player. Um, he's been hurt, hasn't been playing. And Cal, man, I don't know. Cal as a coach anymore scares me. And I know there's a lot of people not happy with him, but they have a lot of talent. Could they go on a run? So right now I've done two, and I want to add at least three more. You know, so I have Tennessee, I have Kentucky. The Cougars out of Houston's fantastic team. UConn is a machine right now. And I know it's tough, and they're the major favorite and everything like that. You know, Matt, are you high on Purdue? Um, I think they're better than last year. But that doesn't mean they're not going to stumble in the tournament and that Zach Eady's not going to have a dud of 12 game, or twelve points, four rebounds, getting foul trouble the whole game and rely on somebody else. And somebody's going to grind it out. I, I, If you gave me hundred bucks and said you'd pick a team in the top five to win the national title. It's not going to be Purdue. I, I just, I can't trust them. I don't think they have the killer instinct. I don't think Edie is that great. I know he's massive, but it, it, they're too reliant on him. And then there's one outside score. And if one of them stumbles, then they stumble. So they're not as, I, I can't say they're not as deep as they have been. Because they are, and I do think they're better than last year, but there's no chance that I'm going to put my money on them to win the national title. So I am not on that train. But for the same reasons, though, I can't jump on your Tennessee because they still scare me with scoring. Now, I know they can, but that doesn't mean they will. To be honest, I haven't made a bet on a national title winner yet because I don't like anybody. I've actually made three, potentially four, just to get to the final four. I haven't picked a winner yet. I'll probably do that maybe when we get to the the conference uh, title games and then the conference championships, et cetera. But so I have, I'll run through them real quick. Uh, I took a long shot on Florida Atlantic to get back to the Final Four. I have a ticket on Iowa State, and then I have a ticket on Florida, Florida, oh, um, beginning of the year. Yeah, they they've stumbled. I think they can actually sneak into the tournament. I actually think potentially they might be one of the play-in games if they have a good stretch run here, but I don't like that. Then like the other team, State. yeah, the other team that I liked, and every time I go and do homework on them, I'm like, man, this team looks like sneaky under the radar. It's Wisconsin, and then all of a sudden they get trucked, and I'm like, okay, this team's not that good. Then they come out and they win again. I'm like, what is going on with this team? So. I can't trust anybody right now. I'm I'm looking for somebody. I want to jump on a bandwagon before I get out to Vegas in March. So I, I, I can't knock your Tennessee pick in any way, shape, or form. I just wish I could trust them more. All right, real quick. I gave uh, best ATS. And, again, this was a couple days ago. Some of these teams when I played, I think it was like Southeast Missouri State or something. They're 3-14-2. Detroit's brutal. They're 4-19-1. Four, four, Missouri, man. What a train wreck that team. 
Cats. They lost again last night. I don't know if they covered, but they were 5-17 and 17 coming in. Arkansas, just another, I mean, I'm not going to go into details what might be going on that Arkansas team, but just read about it. They're, that's like a soap opera down there. Yeah. Uh, six and 16. And then Michigan, six and 16, which they came and had a big win last night against your Wisconsin team. So here's my quick rant. Then we're going to do our top three and get out of here for everybody. But hey, quit hiring people that played at schools. Chris Mullen, great player back in the 80s, went back to St. John's, 59 73. 20 and 52 in the Big East. That was a train wreck. Let's just cross Chris Mullen out there. All right, Patrick Ewing. Oh, my goodness, my Georgetown hole. And they're still having a mess, man. Ed Coley's yelling at fans saying how rich he is and everything. And he (laughs) – I'm still trying – you know, why is all my team – like the Pirates trust the process. Georgetown trust the problem, man. I'm, I'm. Thank God, Michigan won the national championship. It's tough, man. Steelers trust the process. Patrick Ewing, seventy-five, one hundred nine, twenty-six and sixty-eight in the Big East, but he did have an unbelievable weekend one time, Matt. And we're not talking about it. He just had drinks and hung out with the most beautiful <laughs> girls on the planet. He won the Big East tournament, and he did go in and lose in the first round. It was a disaster. After, hey, Juwan Howard, I'm going to go after you. You know, 79-48, 46-31 in the Big Ten, but 8-15 this year, 3-9 in the conference. They did get a big win last night, but, man, that that is drama always, always with Jawan Howard. And I don't think that's going to last too much longer. I think that team's bad. I think he took over some good guys, and it just has not bounced. Penny Hardaway. Now, I bounced Penny, and I took Temple, and guess what? Penny must have been listening to the show, John. He must have had an earpiece in the show because they're up by about 19, and my bet doesn't look very good. So good job, nope. Penny Hardaway. Nope. I still don't like this team. I'm going to still come after you. I don't care. Temple, and guess what? I got a new one on my list, Matt. Aaron McKee's the coach. Guess where he played? Temple. He's hey. a disaster. Hey, don't don't sell Temple short yet. Uh, they are only down 11. Only down 11. Okay, let's go. A lot of time. Aaron 13, McKee, 13 plus. Yeah, okay. you better you better not bash Aaron McKee. I don't care about Aaron McKee. He stinks. And he's then not, he's we got to, because, me. just because you're trashing all these former players as coaches now, you do got to give one shout out, though. And I'm shocked he's doing as well as he is. Uh, Hubert Davis has done a nice job. Now, I don't like North him. Carolina. I don't think he's a great coach. I don't either. I I didn't say I like him, but I, I'm going to give him some props. He's done a good job with that team this yeah, year. Yeah, Clemson so. went in there and took care of business the other night, though. That's a that they're going to be a tough outcome. Yeah, March. they are. They are. They got they got good talent. They got really good talent. All right, everybody, let's do this really quick. Rapid fire here, John. You going to get on this? Yeah, I'll jump in, and I got Jeff's uh, top three as well. Oh, nice. And I got Ooh. Old Man in the Garage, too, so I'm going to give that out, too. So, uh, all right, everybody, top three this week. We've had a good time doing movies and TV and everything, man. Top, Maddie came up with this one, top favorite foods, snacks, whatever. Yeah. Just whatever you want to do, man. Super Bowl okay. party foods, snacks, yeah. whatever you want. Okay. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to have something, but... More or less, I just – it's whatever my wife puts out. <laughs> That's John shaking his head Absolutely, too. <laughs> 100%. Whatever she cooks. I'm going to say this. Hopefully she's – hey, honey, if you're listening here, maybe you can uh, – if you get this, maybe kind of do this or we can order out or do whatever. So, 
All right, here. Uh, hey, John, let's go. Let's go behind the glass here, and let's give Jeff yours, and I'll go with Old Man in the Garage. I know Ken gave me uh, his. I'm going to try to get on social. Or Ken, put it back. Ken, if you're still with us, put it in the the chat, man. Okay, go, John. Number so my, three. My my top my top three. My, my number, do, number number three number would be. Three. I've always wanted one of those like little stadiums made out of sandwiches, and <laughs> you pick it apart piece by piece. That's just the fat guy in me. I, that, that's what I would love. <laughs> Honey, if you're listening. <laughs> Right. Man, it's sandwiches are so good. I love sandwiches. So Jeff's uh, number three is uh, wings, extra hot. Jeff is a, a spicy, spicy everything. All right. I mean, I'm not going to try to get too graphic here, but, I mean, I got to watch. I used to like that too, but I don't want to be missing half the game or the next, I, you know, I got to work the next day, and then you don't want to have problems. Okay. Moving on. Okay, let's go old man in the garage here. Did Ken okay, I got Ken's here. I'll Ken, I'm gonna go old man in the garage. Sliders. Old man in the garage loves those sliders. Let's get that. Ken. Uh Buffalo chicken dip. Like it. Maddie, I'll go next. I'm gonna do a uh, little nachos. Some type of nachos. I, I like knew that. they'd be in there. My sister-in-law down in Florida does a fantastic job at nachos when we're down there. She, out of the blue, she'll make some type of nachos, and it's fantastic. So I'm going to go nachos number three. Maddie, what do you got? I'm with Jeff. Wings. Uh, I don't need extra spicy. Just give me original b- buffalo, like medium to hot, whatever. Lots of ranch or blue cheese, whatever you want. Lots of cal- uh, celery and carrots. And I, I know this might be unpopular. Get that no celery bread. out that, of here. No, I, hate celery. No. I love celery too. Oh, yeah. Good job, Matt, on that. Celery yeah. and you gotta, have, you gotta have a little crunch in there, but no breading. <laughs> if you bread the wings, I'm gonna throw them at you. Right. How do you feel about boneless though? That, those aren't wings. Those are chicken nuggets. Agreed. Chicken nuggets. I agree with that too. My daughter loves those though. So yeah. I mean, when I All say let's do. get we just had those. I just Glory Days uh, restaurant, great place here in uh, Manassas here. We got those. She gets those. But I love the celery. And what I find, it's so nice because they're all wrapped up, and you're like, oh, there's celery and there's carrots. John's making fun of me right now. <laughs> oh, I love I love this, man. I love the top three. All right, here we go, John. Let's go. Let's fire away. Number two. Um, number two for me was uh, uh, Pigs in a Blanket. Ooh. Ooh. That's, I like that. Like it's nice. All right. And Jeff's uh, Jeff's number two was uh, loaded nachos. All right, all right. Uh, old man in the garage, beef tips, and something else. I couldn't remember what it was, and I didn't write it down. But it's some type <laughs> of beef stick or tips he likes. I, listen, it's like I I go to I go to the pub up here in Manassas, and I love one of my favorite places to go watch game. You know, do whatever, have great food, steak tips. Oh, fantastic. So beef tips, I like it. This was hard. For, uh, and let's do Ken. Ken had wings number two. And Ken, I'm going to go, I'm going to piggyback. Man, mine were close. I'm going to go wings number two, too. I Ranch, no blue, I don't like that blue cheese, whatever that is. I don't like that. Yeah. Get that away. Ranch, a lot of ranch. Throw yep. some more stuff on, some different. I've been trying to bounce with some stuff. Because like I said, I used to love the real spicy, but, man, when you get a little older, you got to change your lifestyle a little bit. So uh, just give me that. Number two, Matt, what do you have? I got one beef real quick with anybody who says nachos because I love nachos. 
But if you don't layer your nachos, all the stuff's on top. That's no good. Then you got bare chips at the bottom. You're just eating chips by the end of the night. You got to layer that up. Okay. There, anyway, I went fancy for number two. I like shrimp cocktail. Peel and eat shrimps all day with a great <laughs> cocktail sauce. Like, sign me up. I'll crush. I'll crush fifty to seventy-five of them. <laughs> John, you got, you got, John cracks me up. I'll take my pinky finger off, act yeah. like I'm dipping yep. with each hand a shrimp cocktail over there. That's right, John. You gotta have. A, you gotta class. You might. You might need to class it up a little bit. Uh, look at this guy. This guy's. We got. That's why he's on the show. He classes it up. I love it so much. All right, let's go. Number one. Behind the glass, let's fire away. 100% hands down a veggie platter, extra celery, get all that crunch. Hell no. No, my number <laughs> number, one, my number one is uh, chips and salsa. Chips, salsa, anything, uh, queso, guac, something dip and just nibble on. All right. Well. And, and Jeff came in with a 10-layer a dip, but also provided all 10 layers Refined beans, chicken, salsa, sour cream, guacamole, chopped tomatoes, scallions, black olives, shredded cheddar, shredded Monterey Jack cheese. I think that's 10, but, yeah, that's his number one. All right. All right. We're going to go right here with Ken and Old Man have the same number one. Ribs. I like ribs. Ribs? I like ribs. Mm. That's some work there. Yeah, you got and if you're out at a party too, you got to be careful. Cuz I mean, you could be a mess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, a, I'm all for couple, that. You have a couple cocktails, you have a couple drinks and then you're yeah. eating ribs and stuff and then you, it's just dripping all over and you're, you know, you're trying to maybe impress somebody, you might look like a mess. Okay, my number one, hey, let's go a little chicken quesadillas. I'm a big quesadilla guy. A little car quesadilla. I like the quesadillas, man. The pub I'm going to promote the pub a little bit, man. They make great quesadillas here in Manassas, Virginia. Sports pub? I love sports pub, man. Yeah, sports pub makes fantastic quesadillas. That was my go-home dinner every night after uh, DJing up there. Yep, love the quesadillas, man. I'm on I'm on the Great Minds train, though. I'm on with John and Jeff. And I, number one isn't just specifically like Jeff's. It's just dips, guacamole, queso, salsa, buffalo chicken dip, spinach dip. French onion dip, street corn dip, seven layer dip, any kind of dip with a chip, I'm all for because it's there's endless possibilities. All right, there you go. Great stuff. I'm gonna bring a nice little some celery, some carrots up here <laughs> next time and have a little. If you bring if you bring those, you better you bring wings. Out of the studio. You, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you have problems yeah. the last three weeks. Wait till you bring celery up here to see what starts going wrong. Oh <laughs> man, I love it here. All right, everybody. Hey, get my best. Oh, my best bets tipped off here. Hey, I know. Um, again, one of my plays was not good. Temple was not playing good. Penn State was in a tight one, man. Let's get Penn State through. Austin P was playing really well. Let's get Western Illinois tonight. Let's make some money. Austin P's up eight. Uh, Western Illinois hasn't tipped yet. Let's see the Penn State before we go off the air, everybody. Penn State, oh, not doing. They were winning good, and now they're down like six. So that happens. Yeah, they're Maddie, up one. Enjoy they're the one, game. Buddy. Penn State's up one? Penn State's up one. I have it down seven, so I don't know. Okay, one of us. Is what score right. do you have? Maybe I, we're behind. Oh, uh, I got Penn State's down sixty-one fifty-six. 
Oh, yeah, you're way behind. Penn State 67, Iowa 66. Okay, I need an update, I guess. I thought I did. Okay, good. Let's go Penn State. Hey, everybody, enjoy the big game. I mean, that's let's win some money. Enjoy the game. Enjoy it with friends. Be careful out there. Maddie, any final thoughts here, man? Great show. Good to be back. Good to see you. We're going to be back next week. We're going to start. Di- we'll recap the game. We're diving. Man, we're getting close to March Madness, man. We're going to get some basketball people on. I'm, I'm already in touch with some people, so we're going to get them on, yeah. and uh, we're going to crush it here. So. Just Any last thoughts? thoughts? Yeah, last thoughts. Anybody out there, just send us your best bets. I'd love to check them out. Who knows? Maybe I can be persuaded into it. And then, yeah, we're going to get into hoops. I need to find a new team to root for in March. I'm going to buy a T-shirt from Homefield because I don't think Syracuse is going to get there. So it's going to be a rough. sounds not. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a rough tournament for me. Syracuse has been there for a long, long time. I hope they can sneak in, maybe get a run going down the stretch. But. As you know, buddy, uh, nothing's ever given with my uh, orange anymore. No, it's tough. We're 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 yeah. in a tight, we're in a slide right now. So, hey, everybody, thank you so much for being in the chat. Thank you for watching us. Hey, give this to five of your friends and let's let's expand this, man. We're having a blast here, John. Thank you so much behind the glass. Did an unbelievable job tonight, Matt. What do we always say? Let's go, Chiefs, and bang your bookies. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.